podcasting from deep within the great pit of Carcoon, this is the Dubac Discussion Podcast, your source for Star Wars news, theories, and reviews, with your hosts, TJ Bowser, Logan LeBegg, and Jared Bachman-Stubbs. Welcome to a special little bonus episode of Dewback Discussion. I'm Jared, the Dark Jedi, here with Mr. Dupree Jones. Hey, how you guys doing? Great, man. Great to have you on. Um, as I had said before, I was going to have Dupree on for a little bit of an interview, talk about the fan series, talk about the 501st, all of that good stuff. Um, I am a huge fan of yours. Um, I found you through uh, Call Me Snips. Um, oh, on Instagram, because wow. okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was, I started following her, and then I saw that really cool photo shoot you guys did of the uh, fight between Ahsoka and Darth Vader and Rebels. Yeah, <laughs> and I started following you from that, and then whenever I heard about the whole fan series building up, I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. Like you know, and I was really excited to see how the fan series turned out. And then I saw the interview when he cast you, and I was like, this is so weird that, like, two internet people that I'm a huge fan of are both kind of coming together to do this project. Um, I was like, oh, this is so cool, you know, the uh, melding of the worlds there. So I'm following your stuff. Yeah, I was just as surprised as – I was honestly just (laughs) as surprised as you were. Like, I – (laughs) <laughs> like you know that had happened with like you know call me snips and then all of a sudden this film and i was like whoa that's a, that's a lot of good things happening like all at once yeah dude i mean your work speaks for itself i'm not surprised by any means um how about you introduce yourself a little bit for those who uh don't know um hi guys i'm dupree jones i'm um i'm with uh currently with the uh, 501st legion the rebel legion and saber guild the uh, lightsaber uh, stage uh, performance show group. And I'm Darth Vader for well, at least two of those, and then uh, Lando for Rebel Legion and a Boba Fett. Yeah, you mentioned on uh, Johnny's show uh, the Boba Fett. I, I, I've, I don't think I've ever seen Boba Fett on your Instagram. I didn't know you did him as well. Um, I have. It's just I, – I, it honestly stays on a mannequin like it's like one of those costumes i kind of don't like to wear because i can't put it on myself oh i feel that yeah i understand that i don't really I, uh, wear it too, too much that's understandable and your uh your childish landino is incredible um <laughs> i Man. that was the moment i was like i was creeping on your instagram after that shoot with uh uh, call me snips and I was like oh man his Vader's really good and then I saw Lando I'm like okay I have to follow him like there's no version of this red on follow him <laughs> um, oh man I've been, been like, people have been pushing me to do Lando for years and like you know like soon as Solo like came along the pipeline it's like yep I got I gotta do it I gotta do it that costume is just so sleek you know like if if there's one thing that, like, I, like I don't care what anybody follows on their opinions on Star Wars these days you cannot deny the excellence in the costume design. 
Oh man, Lanham has great clothing, like style, taste, and just the costume itself is just. It's like one of those costumes that looks really amazing, but at the same time, it's so easy to wear, and it's just like you're just like wearing normal clothes. Exactly. Exactly. Like the new stuff has just been so good to the cosplay community. Um, yeah. Getting moving, kind of a couple uh, customary traditional do back questions we definitely have to get into. Uh, favorite okay. character in film? Uh, any film or just we're talking just oh, Star, Star Wars. Wars? Star Wars. Favorite Star Wars movie and your favorite character therein? Um, well, Vader is obviously a given, but I'll. I'll I'll put him aside and say, uh, probably Han Solo, honestly. Okay. Okay. And as far as film goes, Empire Strikes Back is like, you know, always like going to be my top, my top film. You are a man of culture, sir. Um, I think the most important question that we have going on, on this, uh, show and the biggest ongoing debate in your opinion, who would win in a fight, Boba Fett or Django Fett? And this is a very important question. The rest of this interview hinges on your answer. Um, uh, no pressure. That's, <laughs> that's tough, man. Like, Boba looks cool, and, like, I feel like everything he does in Empire Strikes Back speaks for itself, where he had to do a little of anything, and you just knew he was cool. But then, like, you know, they, they, they nerfed him so bad in Return to Jedi. And then, you know, and built him up in the Clone Wars, which was cool. And Django, like, just Django, everything he did in episode two, like, speaks for, speaks for itself. That, that's a tough one, man. Uh, it's been a debate here. It was, there's a, there's a second show we do with Dubak. It's called uh, Bantha Babel. And that was one of the topics that just kind of came up. And it has since grown legs and anytime we've talked to anybody outside of the Dubak group has become the qualifier if you will i'm basically the only person who's team django <laughs> everyone else says boba would win oh man yeah and then like also like if i don't know if you remember the bounty hunter uh, game of django like uh -huh. that game uh, it's a, it's tough, man. Like I really want to say Django because like he does so much and he's, you know, they built up a good backstory with him. Like especially with the, um, the uh, what were those comic books? The um, I know uh, which one you're like, talking about. I can't think of the name. It's like whenever he has that, he and that group of Mandalorians show down with uh, Dooku when he was still a Jedi, right? Well, yeah, so that was. That one, but I mean the the other one, where it's like him. It's it's half his story and then half Boba Fett's story, and it involves like a Boba Fett's daughter. It's like one of those like from like Legends. Um, oh, is it Bloodlines? Something like that. Yeah, Bloodlines. Bloodlines. I like really made me love him as a character. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, jumping into. <laughs> ah. Well, jumping into your story, my friend, um, yeah. tell us about how you got involved in the 500 first. Um, okay, so around 2010 or 2011, um, I don't know if you remember, they came out with uh, the box set, the first box set of all six Star Wars movies on Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah. 
And there was a featurette on there called the Star Warriors. And it was about the 501st Legion and about like, you know, what they do is like, you know. It was about uh, the Rose Bowl, right? It was one about the Rose Bowl? Yeah about, yeah, about all that. And up until then, I'd heard of the Firefighters. Like, I've seen them around, but I didn't know, like, really comprehend what it was. And I was just like, oh, my God, wow. Like, you can have, do stuff like, you know, what they do in costume and do charity events and uh, all these things. And, you know, I just, after there, I, I kind of just like, all right, I got to do research. Like, I want to do this, but I want to do it right. So it would just, I just researched for a few years and then slowly bought and pieced together things online. And then it, it took off from there. The funny thing is like, usually um, Bible First and Rebel Legion encourage people to come to their armor parties and like, you know, talk to people about building this stuff, like, you know, in the process and everything. I built mine and then showed up at the 501st because I didn't know that. So then they, <laughs> yeah, they, um, I was walking around at a convention and then at the time, this was like back before, like, you know, uh, episode seven, like there was no Vaders, like there was maybe two or three Vaders in Southern California and it really didn't troop as much. And then yeah. somebody sees me along and like, who the hell is that guy? Is is he one of ours? And that's how I got out. I got I got started up with them. Oddly enough, I got found by another Vader. That's awesome. I know uh, Steel City Con is where I normally at. Um, okay. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna be trying to get into the 501st very soon with my Anakin. Um, and oh, there's a there's a couple of Vaders in the Garrison Caradia down here. But that's, that's cool. interesting because normally I hear about – oh, I'm sorry. I didn't interrupt you. Um, I normally hear about people who join up who uh, start with the Stormtroopers. Did you ever do any of the Stormtroopers or was it just Vader and Boba all the way? Well, honestly, it was it was Vader and it was Vader. And then um, my um, roommate kind of like – you know, I was already thinking about doing it. And then he kind of like said it as like a dare, like, all right, man, like. If you if you get at least the helmet or like the pieces, and I really believe you're gonna do the costume, then I'll, then I'll like start trying to do this too. And then as soon as I got the helmet, he's like, "Oh wow, I guess you're really serious." And then um, I said, "You know what? Like, I'll build Boba, and then you can wear it. So like, whenever we walk around, at least you can wear the costume." And I built it. It it we're fairly almost the same size, so it it fits me, but it fits him also. That's and then cool. um, I did the next year I did the same thing with like a stormtrooper. So I bought a stormtrooper kit and, um, you know, same thing. So he could wear it and technically, you know, I could still use it for Bible first purposes, but I never ended up. Using, I, I think I wore the stormtrooper maybe three or four times in a span of like five years. And then I pulled it. Uh, I was going to say, cause I've only ever seen Vader and, uh, Lando, but um, you also you're also the only Vader I've ever seen, five of the first or otherwise, who um, has done Rebels Vader. Oh uh, yeah, um, with like the eyes, that was really cool. Yeah, there's a uh, yeah, there's no other Rebels Vader out there as far as as far as I know. Uh, I'm trying to get it. It's not completely 100% finished like I'm trying to get it approved with the 501st so it can be like uh, 
you know, in the um, costume database. But uh, yeah, a little ways away. I'm just missing like you know one or two little small parts. Yeah, I, that was just so cool because it had like all the angles and stuff, and it looked like the Rebels' art style brought to life. I was like, this is really cool. It's baller. Um, so you're in the 501st uh, in the Rebel Legion Saber Guild, which is awesome. I, I'm a huge lightsaber guy myself. I have, um, I have way more Ultra Sabers than I have any natural need for. Um, but I can't stop. And all this hype for the fan series, I keep seeing your Vader saber and like you're just looking at that fan film is going to make me buy a lightsaber and I'm going to blame you every step of the way. Um, whenever that giant ass ultra savers box shows up at my doorstep again and my whole favorite's like, did you get another one? I'm like, I blame debris. It's his fault. They owe you money, man. You're advertising their stuff very well. Um, yeah, they're not, those things aren't cheap, man. I know, dude. Yeah, um, especially when you go around and you and you have and you get the ones that are like tricked out with sound and flashy lights and stuff. Yeah, I I I, I never get flash on clash. I always just get like give me the obsidian sound and the normal saber. Um, the last one I got, I got the Graflex because this past April, Ian McDermott came to Steel City Con, and I got a hold my best friend and my girl and i was like hey palpatine's gonna be here let's do the prequel characters so oh. i went as anakin he got an obi-wan costume she picked up a padme costume and i was like i'm going all out so i got the ultra sabers graflex as well um okay and oh my god it's gorgeous i love it and now i want the no they call vader's chosen one yeah 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 chosen one yeah but uh, no, speaking of Vader, um, so you've been doing Vader with the 501st for a very long time. And then did you audition for the fan series or did someone kind of like push you into Theory's direction or how did that happen? Yeah, yeah actually, it was uh, two people. It was uh, me watching his videos and then, uh, you know, I decided to do the, the audition. I decided to send in a few videos and send in an audition. But the funny enough, I, I guess um, a couple of people had like referred me to them, like before like the audition was even happening. That's cool. So, which I didn't know until like recently. I was like, oh wow, I, I did not know that. <laughs> you were destined to play the Dark Lord. Um, <laughs> so, in the being in the five hundred first, and as somebody who's interacted with them a lot, they they really commit to those roles when they're at conventions and stuff. Like they move, oh, yeah. and talk, and act thing. like all of those characters. And um, so obviously you're you're well accustomed to like Vader's movements and like how 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 Vader moves and talks and gestures and his mannerisms and everything. Uh-huh. Did you have? to change any of that to like, did you have to ham it up or dial it back to be on screen? What was, what was, what was it like getting to like be in the suit on camera? What was the, uh, I kind of had to tear down everything I knew and build it back up because I knew the mannerisms and everything, but like, you know, just doing the mannerisms, like being in character at a convention is totally different than like, you know, having to act and do this over and over. So, it was a lot of 
I had to step everything up from what I already knew and change a few things. Um, depending on what they needed in it and what they wanted me to do, like, uh, but for the most part, um, it was it was almost the same, except for um, you know you have to give dialogue that's going to be redubbed later, so you have to, you know, um, do some kind of slight movement and still be like vocal, like, you know, as like you're in the suit so the other actors can react to you properly and have like, and you have a good timing. Yeah. So it, it's, it's, it's a little, it's a little weird. Like I've never had to do that before. Are you voicing Vader or is someone else doing Vader's voice? Uh, as far as I know right now, somebody else is doing Vader's voice. Okay. Okay. I, I thought so. I couldn't remember. Um, well, going along with that and like the gestures and everything, um, I don't, <clears throat> I don't know how much combat and choreography was involved, but I do remember seeing the video of you in the room with Theory and the director and everybody, um, kind of running the blocking and running the choreography. That, I mean, I know you're you're probably used to, like again, like the stage fighting and stuff, because I've seen that video of you and um, the one gentleman there is Luke doing the uh, end of the Bespin fight, which I love that oh, video. Yeah. Um, I've seen that several times, but like a lot of it, from what I heard in that video, I heard the word blaster bolt thrown around. So like, there was a lot of. It sounded like there was a lot that you probably weren't very accustomed to having to do choreography rise in that suit. Um, yeah and no. I mean, like, I've, I've never, I've been in a couple of fan films before, but this is the first time I've actually had an action part where I've had to do choreography in, in, in a film. Like, I've done this for, like, stage performances and, like, you know, stage performances, you can, you have to, you can slightly flub, but you have to pick up and keep going with the show. This is, like, all right, everything has to be perfectly timed to choreograph. If you mess up, we can stop and redo it. So it gives you just gives you the freedom to like you know make everything as perfect as you know you can you want it to be. Whereas okay. like you know like for the stage show, like you mess up, you you mess up. Yeah, you can and you can kind of like work with it on stage. That's interesting. Yeah. So what 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 was the feeling on set like? You know, because like I'm. I'm sure it had to be a good time. Like it's just nothing but hardcore Star Wars fans between Theory and uh, um, the gentleman playing Sidious and um, Merrick and um, the what's the woman's name who's playing Padme? I can't ever remember her name. Uh, it was Cat. Cat, Cat, and it was something like yeah. that. Cat, Katie, something in that vein. Yeah. Um, like I'm sure, I'm sure it had to be like a fun vibe on set. Everybody having a good time, right? It it really was. I mean, like, um, aside from it being like twelve hour days, like it was, it was, yeah. it was, it's actually really fun. Like you know, for what was the time they were on set? Because I, I was filming most of the time, so I, I didn't really get to say goodbye to Katie when she left because like her and her boyfriend came down for you know, a day, and then we had, like, they were there filming and had their scenes, and then um, I had to film one of my scenes, and then I did. I went back to say goodbye to them, and I didn't know they were gone. Aww. Um, 
Yeah, and Merrick, like, you know, he, he kept coming back to set with his mom, so we got to hang out and, like, you know, catch up and everything. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty fun. Yeah. No, he is. He's, he's really funny. Um, so there, uh, it, it seemed like you and Theory and uh, the director all kind of hit it off. There was very looking at your feed after the shooting itself had wrapped up was really funny. Just looking at the very loving bromance of taking them to town throughout uh, <laughs> Cali. I was like, oh, this is just adorable. It's like a little Three's Company type situation. <laughs> Everybody just kind of like hopping in the car, going get a burger. Um, his first time at in and out that's like a staple of being in going to california i want to go to in and out too i'm a burger guy myself i hear nothing but good things so what was he like oh, yeah. to work with you know was like that was that intensity that you kind of get from his youtube channel kind of there in person or well, well like, yeah no like 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 you like everybody like that you meet or talk to online on you know that you know from online is like uh, slightly different, the same, but slightly different than, you know, their in-person persona, like, um, yeah. honestly, like, when I first met him, like, I was like, you're Star Wars 3? Like, you know, because um, we uh, were at, like, a dance studio, and I thought, I thought he was one of the dancers. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love but, it. Uh, no, he's actually a really cool guy, like, he's really genuine, and, like, you know, it's, it's really rare when you see somebody that's passionate about like, you know, making like a film like like this and not, you know, with the with the thought of getting anything back from it, like, because he's the one funding funding this whole thing. So yeah, uh, that's why that... really do that. Something like that it's just to this magnitude, you know. Yeah, and like, and I, I, I've said this before. This is one of the reasons why I'm just so excited for this, and why, like, I want to help spread the word about this. Is just like, a his dedication to it, and like you had just said, like he, the amount of cash he has funneled into this, um, solely to just make it happen, um, and the amount of humility it might, must have taken him. Um, I am incredibly impressed with, with the fact that he was able to go, Hey, I have this basic idea for a fan film. Like here, here's my just raw idea. And I'm going to give it to, to an actual director and I'm going to give it to an actual writer and I'm going to give it to, and like the fact that he was able to have the wherewithal and go, I have this great idea. And I very much looking forward to episode two. Um, I'm just assuming that we're not going to be seeing any of the Mace Windu stuff in episode one, but I am very much, I love, I've always been anti Mace surviving revenge of the Sith, unless you Mm -hmm. bring him back to fight Vader. I've always said, I would love to see that when I heard that he was doing this, I'm like, Oh hell yes. Um, but to, to see somebody be like, here's my idea, help me make this happen. And just that immediate note, that knowledge that he needed the help of a huge group of people and being prepared to reach out for it. You know, that's the mark of a good creator. Yeah. Who's like, I need yeah. someone else to help me with this vision. Definitely. Um, and like when I got cast, like my, I I knew like they did they didn't know like a lot of the people that they would need down here so like they needed certain costumes 
and costume characters. And I was like, well, we got a guy with that in the final first who does this. We got a guy who does that or a girl who does that. So it's like, I saw the passion and dedication that they all wanted to put in this, so I wanted to do the same. So anything else that I could do to help, you know, I was, you know, trying to give it, trying to give to them. Yeah, because I saw the Red Shock Troopers on um, on set. Like, as I, yeah. I was following the production, I was just, I was just a huge sweaty fanboy about the whole thing. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like, it was just so cool just getting to see everything kind of come together. And, you know, I'm sure lots of people in the 501st were chomping at the bit to get to come be a part of it. Um, yeah, it just, at the time, it just, it kind of sucked because it was a busy weekend or busy week with um, a lot of events and people being busy. So it was really hard trying to get like the, the characters we needed and like, you know, the work with people's availability. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. But um, I also wanted to ask, in terms of, like, the scope of the story, um, Star Wars Theory, I think his style um, has made itself very... His style precedes him. It's always a very over-the-top, grandioso story. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, it's something I love about his work is that it feels like his interpretation of Star Wars is like rooted in the old Clone Wars micro series. That's just like balls to the wall anime logic for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so is the fan film going to kind of mirror that or is it going to be something that is more withdrawn and could easily kind of fit into somebody's head canon? Uh, now that you put it like that, I would say a little bit of both. Like, there are okay. definitely some pretty crazy, uh, you know, uh, action scenes, but, like, you know, the story itself, you know, it, it's pretty grounded, and you could see it being in, like, you know, somebody's head can't, like, like, um, I was, I got to see some of the playback, and, like, some of it just, it, it literally felt like it would be out of like a movie or like a mini series or something. And then, then the action happens and then it gets, it, it's probably like everything. Sometimes it's like everything you'd want it to be. That's really exciting. That, that, that's really exciting. I like the sound of that. Um, how much of the, this, this first episode is going to be action based and how much of it is going to be more expository withdrawn storytelling? Uh, Hmm. I'd probably say uh, like half. I'd probably say a good half is action half expository. Okay. Like okay. it. Yeah, you got to have a good amount of both. Otherwise, like people are like, oh, there was too much action, or oh, there was too little, too much dialogue. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, um, with hopefully the rest of the series getting funded and being able to happen, that like, you know, I'm looking forward to some of the more action-heavy episodes. I'm looking forward to see you uh, getting the throwdown, uh, saber to saber. That's my. That, that, that's what I'm really looking forward to. Just as I've seen those videos of you so many times, I'm ready to see it on the big oh, screen. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready myself. Like I, <laughs> I can't wait to us. To, I can't wait for us to just like start filming episode two. It's really exciting, dude. Um, a couple more questions, and we'll. Uh, let you go um going in to the fan series what 
should um no spoilers obviously um because i don't want to spoil myself um i'm selfish like that what (laughs) kind of vader are should the fans be looking forward to what what, like are we looking at like uh like rebels and original trilogy where like you have your your gritty like i'm here and i'm gonna kill you vader or is it more like the comics and in like uh dark lord the old legends book Um, it's like Hmm. I would say, I would say it, it's a good mix of like the comics Vader, like you know the the, the um like the, the the recent series with him and the and the Inquisitors in a yeah. sense, and okay. it's also a bit of a uh, Rebels, but it's a tinge like you know it's basically it's still a tinge of like you know Episode Three like Anakin. Okay. He's, it's too far, yeah. like after all that happens, so he's still coming to grips about, like you know, all that stuff. I like it. And what, where, what all locations can we expect for this fan film, or at least the first episode of the fan series, rather? Um, I can't really divulge, but you get you get a Ooh, couple. You get okay, a, okay. You get a good, like. Um, well, a couple good familiar locations is what I'll, I'll say. Very familiar locations. Okay, okay. I like the sound of that. I really like the sound of that. Um, do we have a release date yet, or are we just working with December still? Um, I would say uh, mid-December. We're actually trying to lock down a theater here out in L.A. Um, for a um, release. And then, from my understanding... The day later is when you get the full um, online YouTube release. Awesome. And then, like, approximately how long is the episode going to be off the top of your head? Do you know? Or, you, or is that? Uh, we, didn't think it was gonna be, we didn't think it was going to be super long, but, like, it looks like it might be, like, 15, 15 to 20 minutes, I think. 15? Okay, cool. Cool. That, that That's longer than I was expecting. That's that has some length to it. Um, I'm gonna let you go. Do thing all together, it'll be like a movie, like a straight, yeah, real movie. I was gonna say that's that's the part I'm really looking forward to is once everything's out, we can just do a giant supercut. Um, yeah. Thank you very much for coming on. Um, if you're not following Dupree on Instagram yet, what the hell are you doing with your life? Um, Darth Hater 23 is his Instagram handle. There's some great cosplay stuff, some great behind the scenes stuff for the fan series. Lots of awesome stuff coming through the pipeline with you and Star Wars Theory and this whole thing. I would love to have him on the show and talk to him about everything. Thank you so much for coming on yourself, my friend. Uh, it was great getting to talk to you finally. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me. It was great getting to talk to you too. Awesome. Thanks for coming by and may the force be with you.